0: In the beginning of Perek Vavav Pirke Yavois, Rabbi Meir says, Anybody that learns Torah is involved in Teirah L'shema, is Zoicha merits to many things. And he enumerates all the many good things to which a person that's involved in Teirah L'shema is Zeiche. Says the Rebbe, we need to understand, what type of Yid is Rab Meir actually addressing with this particular Heirah? Seemingly, whichever way we look at it, there seems to be a problem. If Rabbi Meir is addressing a person that's already learning Teirah L'shema, So why is it relevant to this person that he's going to be Zoycha to many things? He's learning Torah purely for the sake of Torah and not for these many things that he's going to be Zoycha to. On the other hand, if Rameir is addressing a person that's not holding yet at this level of learning Torah Lishma, and Rameir is trying to convince him, the point over here is to convince him to learn Torah Lishma because he's going to be zoiche to many things, but if he's doing it to be Zoika to all these many things, then once again he's not learning it for the sake of Torah, he's learning it for the sake of all these other things. Says that Rebbe, seemingly we would be able to explain it based on a similar explanation that the Rambam gives in regards to the different rewards that the Torah promises, different physical things as a reward for learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, even though seemingly these Gashmi the things are in no way comparable to Torah and mitzvahs, to be able to be a reward for Torah and mitzvahs. So the Rambam explains that the point of it is that a yid should know that if we learn Torah properly, with joy, with gladness, and so on, so then the point what the Torah is telling us is that Hashem is going to remove from us all of the things that may be obstacles that may try to stop us from learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, Hashem is going to give us all the good to be able to support us further, to be able to continue learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, but not that it's a reward per se. Similarly, we can possibly explain over here that a mayor is trying to tell the person that's learning Torah L'shema that you're going to be zoichat to many things, which will help remove any blockages, any hindrances, anything that could disturb you to your limud Torah. As Rabbi himself goes on and says, And not only this, The whole world is worthwhile just for this person. Meaning to say that not only are the matters of the world not going to disturb you, but on the contrary, the whole world is worthwhile just for you, meaning the world itself is there for you, going to help you out. They should be able to learn Torah in a peaceful way, in a tranquil way, and so on. However, says the Rebbe, this explanation is not enough. Because this will only answer certain details of what Abbeir is enumerating, but seemingly there are plenty of the things that Abmeir says that completely don't relate to this idea of removing blockages of the person of the person that's trying to learn Torah l'shma. The Rebbe now addresses another question, and the Rebbe says, amongst the things that Abmeir enumerates, there seems to be things that don't seem to fit with being a reward specifically for a le- person that learns Torah Lishma, For example, the Rebbe mentions a number of things. Number one, it says, Oyev is ha this person loves Hashem, and he also ends up loving people. Now for this, this is a clear mitzvah say in the Torah. There's Hashem and kamoicha. This, this shouldn't be a reward just for someone that is learning Torah Lishma. This is an obligation that's on everyone. A similar sort of idea, says the Rebbe. It says further, it keeps him away, it distances him from sin. Says the Rebbe, do we need to have a special myla, a special quality of this is a reward for learning Torah Lishma in order to get a yid far away from sin? Seemingly, for this, it's a sufficient just the concept of fear of punishment or fear of the sin. Furthermore, says the Rebbe, earlier on in Pirkei Aviz, we find clearly where the Mishnah says, the, Examine, think about three things, and then you won't come to do any avera. And the things that the Mishnah enumerates over there are fairly simple, basic things, and just thinking about them stops a person from doing an avera. What's this idea that this comes as a reward for learning Torah and Then you distance from the avera. Another example says, "The never from the things that a mayor mentions." that this person ends up forgiving on his embarrassment, on if anyone disgraces him and so on, insults him. So as the Rebbe says, again, this doesn't seem to be such a great quality that comes specifically just for learning Torah Shema to forgive on someone embarrassing this person. In other words, that means you felt the insult. You're just forgiving. So that doesn't seem to be the real quality of proper bitul. A greater level of bitul would be when you're totally not insulted at all, you're not offended at all. In other words, that this person completely, because he's learning, you'd think, because a learning title of Shema, maybe he shouldn't even feel it at all. What's this idea that he's just being moichel on the insult? The Rebbe now examines a few diyukim in the expressions, in the wording of the Mishnah, and to mention a few. First of all, says the Rebbe, one of the things it says is, Malbashtoy anov when he learns Torah it's going to clothe him with humility and fear. Now, this seemingly is not a common expression, and it could have been a regular, more, a more regular expression would have been that through Torah you become an Onov or a yori, or he will come to Anov of a year, or the like. What does this mean? Malbashna, he addresses him, it clothes him with humility and fear. Another thing that says over there is, Nen in of that people end up, deriving pleasure, enjoying his advice, his counsel, and so on, his wisdom. So why not, mevaksha mimenu, people ask him for advice, or mekabla mimenu, they accept his advice. What is this idea of nehen in mimenu? Another thing, says the Rebbe, is um, that we have over here, This it, it, again, it's further in the Mishnah, it says, Megadaltoi umeroimamtoi. Hamasim that when he learn Torah L'shma, it's going to make him greater and raise him over all other things. So, what is this double expression? So, to explain all of this, the Rebbe says Rab Meir is dealing specifically with a person over here, as he calls it oysik, the Rebbe is going to explain both of these points. First of all, lishmah, and then what does it mean, oysik? So, what does lishmah mean? Lishmah means that when a person is learning Torah, it's not in order to utilize Torah for any other purpose other than learning itself. In other words, not even for some other holy purpose. Like, for example, to learn Torah in order to know how to fulfill mitzvahs or the like. Rather, Torah Lishmah means he's purely learning Torah for the sake of Torah, just understanding Torah. That's all that he has in mind right now. That's Lishmah. What does Oisig B'tayra L'shema means? That he's learning, the way he's learning is with tremendous effort, tremendous involvement, toil. Furthermore, the word Isaac is similar to when a person is involved in some sort of occupation or business and so on, where he's completely, completely involved in a day and night. He's not stopping to think about it for a moment. In a similar way, Isaac over here means that his whole chayis, his whole enjoyment, his whole effort, his toil, is completely in this area of learning Teirah So this becomes his whole reality, his whole Metsius. Now, since we're speaking about a person that's learning Teirah not only learning, but involved completely in Teirah so this person himself may have the following question. Razal tell us, if a person says, he only has Torah then he doesn't even have the Torah meaning to say, he has to have Torah along with Gemilus chasadim. In other words, even a person that's oisig b'teiru lishma needs to also be involved with the concept of Gemilus chasadim, helping other people, and so on. Which clearly means then that he has to deal. He has to be involved with the people around him. Furthermore, if you want to be able to do Gemilus chasadim properly, there's also going to take a certain element of refining, of working on one's own Midois. In other words, because we want that you should have a feeling for the other person, and you don't want to have a situation where the person is feeling arrogant and gaiva over the other person. All of these things are needed to be able to help the other person in a kind, compassionate way. Clearly for this, there's a lot of avoid a lot of effort that's needed to be able to be on that level, to be able to help the other person. Also says the Rebbe, in areas of Bein la Lamokim, things between man and Hashem, Again, there's various different matters of avoida, where the person needs to inspire himself and arouse himself to avas Hashem, or to be a proper yirishamayim, etc., which are things that don't happen by themselves. Rather, we need to work on them. Especially, we know that there's the Hirah of the Rambam that says, How do we get to loving and fearing Hashem? The Rambam says, when a person contemplates all of Hashem's great things that Hashem created, all of the amazing work that Hashem did, and he sees all of Hashem's wisdom. Then he comes to love Hashem. And thinking further about these things, this also causes him to recoil and fear and stand in awe of Hashem. So all of this takes a lot of effort and work. So this person that's Eisig B'toydul Hashemah has the following question: If his whole Eisig, if his whole involvement, complete involvement, is in Toydul Hashemah, how is he going to do? How is he going to manage to achieve all of these other areas of Avodas Hashem? Seemingly. Chas v'sholem is going to be lacking in these other areas. And this is what Rebbe is coming to say. they we're dealing with this question, and Rebbe elaborates, if we would be speaking about a person that's not learning Torah l'shmo, as we explained before, purely just for the knowledge of Torah itself. Rather, there would be the idea of learning Torah in order to know how to act generally, including in matters of Avodah Hashem. So then there wouldn't be a contradiction between his learning and his action. Rather, on the contrary, he's learning, which is going to bring him to his mice and avoid Hashem, so then he wouldn't have the question. But since we're speaking about a person that we just explained, is learning total is meaning, he's not even thinking what's going to be achieved, what's going to come out of the learning. All It's all about just the learning itself. So then he's constantly in a state that he's not thinking about himself, he's not thinking about his levels of avoid this Hashem that he's achieving or reaching. Rather, he doesn't even have time to think about whether he already refined himself, he refined his midos or not. Certainly, seemingly, he doesn't have the capacity and the time to be involved with the people around him, with gemilus chasadim, etc. So what's going to be with all of these other areas in Avodas HaShem? This is what our mayor is coming to tell us. Kala is not like we thought originally in the sicha, that it means we're speaking about reward he's going to get. He's zoiche, he automatically is going to get certain things, the Rebbe says, which are not the schar, not the reward. The reward that the Eivishter pays for without and Kiyum are going to be somewhat on the same level and connected to the Torah and Mitzvahs that he learns. And the Rebbe elaborates, the Rebbe discusses two opinions. There is an opinion that says that the reward of Mitzvahs are not like a direct consequence of the Mitzvah itself, but rather, as the Rebbe calls it, in a way of segula. In other words, you do this, This is what you get. It's like a side payment for what you're doing the mitzvah. Even according to this opinion, says the Rebbe, since every mitzvah has its particular determined tzchar, so it's understood that the reward is going to still some way be connected or similar to the mitzvah for which the reward came. How much more so, says the Rebbe, according to the opinion that the Sechar Mitzvah is a natural result and consequence of the Mitzvah itself, then definitely the reward of the Mitzvah is going to be much more connected or on the level of the Mitzvah itself. And therefore, in our case, we want to speak about the reward for Torah. A person that learns Torah lishma, so the reward is going to be something like that. The reward is going to be connection to Hashem, the one that gave the Torah, because Torah and Hashem are all one as we know. And so you can't say that we're, we meet all of these dvarim Harbi that Rab Meir is mentioning, that's not the shah, that's not the reward. They're not really expressing what Torah lishma is all about. Torah is about a connection to Hashem, to the noise in our Torah. What is Rab Meir saying? We're not speaking about reward. Rab Meir is coming to tell us that in addition to the main reward, which is, as we said, as a result of learning Torah lishma, there's also that this person ends up meriting many other things. He ends up getting things that are lower, that are not on the same level as Torah Lishmo, but are things that are going to assist him and help him in other areas of his Avoydes Hashem, as we will explain. In other words, this is going back to the original question of how is this person going to manage in all of his other Avoydes avoy Hashem? The Rebbe is about to explain how Meir is saying these are the Dvorim Harbei, that this person is also going to be Zoychetu, as we'll see now generally says the Rebbe the many things that a mayor enumerates that the person that's learning Torah Lashma is going to be Zoyche can be divided into two categories there's going to be certain things that the person gets completely by himself automatically he's not even going to have to put in any effort into it on the other hand there are some of the things that he's going to be Zoyche only partially and there's going to be needed Avoida in other words yes it's going to be an easier Avoida than somebody else has because he's learning Torah Lashma, but yet he's going to need to have avoida in order that it should be completely improperly. And now we're going to start understanding some of the diyukim that we said before in the words of Rab Meir. So the Rebbe is first going to be dealing with this second category where he's zoichet to certain things, but the person is still going to need to do some sort of avoida. So the Rebbe says, Rav Meir says, this is one of our questions before, what does it mean it clothes him with humility and fear? Another expression, machshartoi, it gets him ready and prepared to be at Sadik, a chosid, neemon. Another expression, it distances him from sin, um brings him close to merit. What does this all mean? Because here we're speaking about the things that the person that's learning is going to still need to work to be able to get them properly and completely. In other words, when the person is learning to alishmah, so Malbashtoya Novavira, what does it mean? It dresses him, it clothes him with humility and fear. In other words, the Torah is going to achieve that he should have these Midas of Anove and yira in a way of a garment that means it's still external to a certain extent, like a garment over the person. It's not completely one with him yet. It didn't become yet his middle. That's why it doesn't say he becomes humble and fear and fears Hashem. Rather, it it, 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 it brings it to him to a certain degree. So too, when it says that the Torah prepares him, gets him ready to be a tzaddik and an, all these other things, choset and emun, etc., etc., or distances him from sin, or brings him close to Aved, is ever brings him as far as distancing from sin, we have a concept that says, In other words, a person is a tzaddik, then automatically certain the sin won't come his way, and he won't even do an Aved or Bishaygi. So yes, it's true that Torah makes it, the person that learns Torah and Shema, all of these things are going to be more accessible to him, it's going to be easier for him. But in order to actually be at tzaddik, or all of these different levels, you have to clearly make sure you stay away from Averis, and you have to actually have the tzchuyis, have the mitzvahs. For that you need to have to have in and gear So all of these things that we just mentioned are in the category of, yes, it's going to become, be more accessible, more attainable, it's going to be easier for you to do it, but you're still going to have to have avoid the Yegiyah, practically do it yourself. So to another thing we mentioned before, moichal al he forgives for his embarrassment, for his the insults. Torah, which as the Rebbe quotes, a famous pasuk that Hashem says, my words are like fire, Torah is like fire. So it's going to refine the person's midos that learns Toiro to the extent that he could be moichal that he's forgiving on his insults, but if you really want to reach that level of ultimate purification and elevation of the midos, then you shouldn't even feel the insult, you're going to need a lot of avoidance for that as well. Toyota brings closer to you, but you still need to work. On the other hand, says the Rebbe, now we're going to look at things that the person that learns Toyota Lushma gets completely without putting in all this extra effort. For example, that as a result of learning the Toyota Lushma, he starts having now love for Hashem. Oye ve is loving other people, bringing joy to Hashem, bringing joy to other people. The fact that people now benefit from him and enjoy his advice, his counsel, his, his intellect, his might, and so on. It gives him malchus. It gives him rulership and being able to investigate, etc., etc. Says the Rebbe like this. Since Oye ve is this idea of having an avatar, to other people, bringing joy to other people, is, in a way, since he's a person that's Oye since he loves people, so obviously, now of course he's not going to be lacking Chas shalom in the area of doing a favor to another Yid. Furthermore, says the Rebbe, specifically because he's learning Torah and and he's zoicha to this general elevation in Seichel, in a complete way, even in worldly things. So he could start giving advice and counsel, even in worldly things. As the Mishnah says, that the, the, the Torah Emes is testifying that Nan and Mimeir people will be able to enjoy and benefit from his counsel, from his advice. And obviously, if Nan and of people are enjoying his advice, then Mesamech is bringing joy, he's bringing happiness to other people. Says the Rebbe, so now we can understand that this saying of Rameir is not only a Hira For the person that's learning Torah El Shema himself, which now, we had a question before and said, how is he going to gain all these other things? Arab Meir is telling him, yes, all these other things will come automatically with your title L'Shema. But it's actually also, Arab Meir's over here is also for other people that are not the people that are learning title of Shema. What they might think about the person learning title of Shema, That is, this is what they might think. Since the person that's learning title of Shema is completely removed from worldly things and from other people, so he might not have any knowledge. There's no way he could have knowledge on worldly things. Because if he does, that seems to be a proof that he's not learning Torah L'Shema. And certainly you can't rely on his advice in worldly things, or in communal work, etc., etc. And this is what Rabbi Meir is coming to tell us, that on the contrary, specifically because this person is learning Torah L'Shema, he is the one that zoicheth to a complete understanding in all worldly things. And that's why Nan and Mimeno a Shia, we could benefit and enjoy his advice. In other words, the Eitzah that he gives is going to be in a way that you're going to completely have the benefit and enjoyment of it. And simply, what this means is, if this person that's learning Torah Rishma, in fact, in this particular case, doesn't have clarity in whatever he's being asked, then of course he will hold himself back, he won't give advice. But on the other hand, if he does give an opinion, if he does give advice, then it's certain that this is the true, proper counsel and advice according to Torah and even if you think that maybe it doesn't fit so much with human logic, but since it's coming from the person that's learning Torah the and as the Mishnah says that this automatically this person becomes the one that Oyev is he loves people and he brings joy to people. So it's clear that Nan and Mimenu that you'll end up benefiting from his advice, because since it's coming from a person that's Oyev, that loves people, and he's coming with a Koyach then definitely the proper hano will come out of this. Says the Rebbe, with this we could also understand the double expression of it makes him bigger and raises him over all other things. It's not just a double expression. Rather, based on what we just explained about the Oysin with Torah Lishma, there's two situations or two levels you might discuss about this person, two 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 aspects of him. There is the idea because of his learning Torah itself where he's completely removed from the whole world just like Torah itself is hired in the world. And then there are all these other things that he to because he would learn Teirah which is giving him now some sort of connection to the world. Although, obviously, this is much lower now than that level of the Torah itself, learning Torah In accordance to these two aspects, the Mishnah is telling us these two things, The word Godal, when you speak about something being greater than something else, is clearly when there's some sort of comparison to the other that's smaller than you and you're greater than that. Roimamus, Height, being exalted, etc., means completely removed from the thing that he's over. In our case, the dvarim harbe, that the person was zoichotu, which gives him some sort of connection to the world. We, As far as that, we say God doil, he's greater than all other things. In other words, it's still somehow be'erech, but he's greater to them. But as far as the actual aspect of learning toida lishma he's completely removed from all matters of the world. And that's why we use the expression, that it lifts him up completely over all other things. Now, there seems to be a very, very high darga, only shayich to certain people. The Rebbe says, even though this level of oysing being so completely involved in toida lishma on a constant basis is not really shaykh to every single person. However, the Alter Rebbe tells us in Tanya that this kavon of learning Torah purely lishma. Has to be by every single person at least when he starts learning. What's this idea of having it when you start learning? The Rebbe explains: since Torah is Hashem's Torah and it's absolutely unlimited, so clearly it cannot be grasped in the finite and the limited intellect of a human being. That's 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 a, cre- a creation and that's limited, unless he has this idea of bittul, complete bittle, In that way, he could accept, he could receive the Torah of Hashem. Like we find by Matan Torah uh, that the Ebishter gave us the Torah. So we had this idea as well that there needed to be first that Bittol that the didn't first say Naase and first nasa before Nishma. In other words, first this absolute dedication and Bittol. Similarly, says the Rebbe, by every single person before you start learning, before you start your own Seder of Limodah Torah. So it's true, while a person is learning Torah, there's the concept that a person will learn, should learn Torah even if it's Shaloy and eventually you'll get to Lishma. But before you start, there has to be at least this general motion of Kabbalah Satoidah, that I want to receive the Torah. You need to have that Bittel in order to get some sort of connection to the Torah of Hashem. And this is the idea of having this Bittel, which is expressed through the concept of Lishma. What does Lishma mean? That you're doing it for no ulterior motives at all within your learning. Because ulterior motives means already that you have some sort of mitzis, something about yourself. Instead, all that's being felt right now is only the idea of Torah says the Rebbe with this will also understand one more thing. Why it is that the one who organized this beraiso why it was put in this beraiso of Kenyan Torah, the sixth patriarch of Pirkei Oves, which is speaking about all things of Torah, why we start with this statement of Rabmeyer. Because seemingly the question is that it would have been more appropriate to bring bring those beraisos that are encouraging a person to learn Torah generally. And then you get to this highest level of Limud Torah, which is Oysig B'Torah Lishma. But the Rebbe explains, because this Beraisa of Kenyan Torah, which we actually learn always, the Shabbos before Shavuos, Zman Matan Torah Seinu, is really giving the order of how a Yid needs to prepare himself for receiving the Torah on Shavuos. The order is that, number one, you need to have this idea of completely just doing it for the sake of Torah. And through that, you're able to receive the Torah. Only then could you now start, in an orderly fashion, the learning of Torah practically.